Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> all right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Falling too fast to prepare for this. Tripping in the world could be dangerous. Everybody circling as vultures. Negative, nepotist. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Whip, whip, run me like a race horse. Pull me like a rip cord. Break me down and build me up. I wanna be the slip, slip. Word upon your lip, lip. Rather that you rip, rip. Break me down and build me up. Whatever it takes. Hey, this is Sugar Shane with another episode of Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Got my co-host with me, Billy Dees. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic evening. Yeah, yeah, I hope y'all are. I've had a pretty good evening. Pretty awesome. good evening. Day, not so much. How's your few days been? Real good. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but my wife did have a procedure this morning. And anytime, you know, you go to the hospital and... And your body is going to get penetrated. You're you're worried something could go wrong, you know. Right. And, oh yeah. Anything. Yeah, and, uh, oh yeah. I mean. Uh, so anyway, she she uh, did very well, very very well. I'm really amazed. Um, in and out pain. That's uh really amazing. And uh, but anyway, that went well. Uh, it, was a lo- it was a long day, naturally, but uh, it went well. And uh, she's uh, resting comfortably with our cats, and she's sleeping, and she's she had a craving for something sweet, so I went out and I got this. I- I'm telling you, Shane, this thing you you, you like sweets. This oh, was God, the, yeah. this was the finest carrot cake I have run across. Oh Lord, I love a good carrot cake. <laughs> and a lo- it was double layer. And I I already ate half the damn thing. She's the one that wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. so anyway, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's how uh, that's how uh, that's how my day went. So. That's a pretty good day, man. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah. Uh, my day ain't been nothing. I shouldn't say is done to me. Okay. Um, what I will say is that due to lurking in the corporate world and living by their corporate rules and their guidelines i've quite frankly become fucking fed up with it that's just the best way i know to put it today my son had to have his tooth pulled okay and due to our work rules i couldn't even go to the dentist because if i would have i would have had a three-day suspension now 
I wasn't so much worried about the three-day suspension. They could take that and shove it up their ass. I was more or less worried about the three days with no pay. That's what I oh, was yeah. concerned with. Well, that's what the, that's what, that's what the suspension the is all days. about. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. where it's supposed to hit you, You're right? Yeah, sure. the write-up doesn't mean shit to me, but uh, but the other. But um, so I don't want to ever be in that position, man. I want to get out of that position. That's just that's just it. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all as my listeners. Billy is my friend. Eagle Scout listening. Him is my friend. Anybody that may listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't put 100% effort into busting my ass to get this shit done. I've done some, but I haven't put 100% effort into it. And I've got to. I mean, I have got to put 100% effort into this shit do everything shy of selling my soul to the devil to get this shit done. <laughs> and if he made an offer, I can't say I wouldn't refuse. <laughs> right, right. That's how, I mean, I'm gung-ho, Billy. I'm not bullshitting with you, man. I, I, I I'm, being, I'm being serious, 100 top fucking notch with you right now. And anybody listening, I am done. The day was the day that the straw, or this was the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm done. I will be there physically because I can't afford to just quit my job. Right. But I won't be there mentally. There'll be times they'll be talking to me and I'll be off in la-la land trying to get things done that I can write down and take care of when I get home. And where you need to be, I mean, I'm going to tell you, tomorrow I'm off work. And I'm writing fucking program directors. I'm emailing some motherfuckers with resumes. I'm emailing these motherfuckers with tell them the times to listen to the show on Tuesday. So we need to be on that A game. Because that's exactly what I'm going to do. And ask them to even call into the fucking show. See how we do with an interview. I don't give a damn. Hell, it may not pay off. But hell, somebody might listen. I'm just tired. And whatever I have to do to hustle, to get it done. I'm ready to do it. And we know, I've saved time, you know, and I tell people, you know, I'm running out of time. And they're like, well, hell, you're only 43 years old. You know what? I was saying this shit three years ago. Guess what the fuck's happened? Three years has gone by. Right. What am I going to do in three years when I'm 46? Oh, I'll do it when I'm four. You know what? You don't, time, you don't have all, you don't have a lot of it. And you got to make yeah, use of, and you have to make use of what time you are given. That is true. Very true. And I definitely got to get out of this shit. I can't do it. I mean, I'm not one to talk crazy shit. But I'm going to tell you, man, if I'm 60, 65 years old in this fucking rut, I don't know, man. I can't do this shit. I can't be a 20-year person at the place I work. Nothing against those people that do, but I cannot do it. Right. There is no way I can wake up and live with myself every day doing it. It's nothing against those that do. I just can't do it. I don't like living under, you know, I know we have rules. I don't have no problem with that. And anywhere you work, you have rules. I don't really want to work in the corporate world, period. But if I had to and it was in the radio if it was a relaxed, a little bit more relaxed environment than what I'm having to fucking deal with now, it'll be great. Listen to this shit, Billy. Listen to this shit. This is All how right. fucking crazy this place is. I go to watch an ethics video, eth- ethics video, ethics, and in their ethics video, they got their, you know, they got the, you know how 
fucking corporate world videos go. Got the little old tell you, hey, we love our shores here. And then they give you the five guidelines they got up there about what they go by in their company. You know what one of them is? I have no idea. Work smart. Now, you know what I have to do in my fucking apartment? I have to take the temperatures. Now, listen to this shit, Billy. We have to take the temps, put them in this little iPad-looking thing, and give, put them down and then save them. Then we got to get on a white piece of paper and write the same fucking shit we just did with a thermometer and put it on a piece of paper. And working smart to me ain't doing the same shit twice. I don't know. Maybe that is where they come from. Yeah. And then this is the other thing that we got to get started. This is the other thing that they do that's crazy is, uh, what was it? God, they do so much crazy shit, man. They used to have, a, we used to have to check this shit. They kept, when people, when we, we had to check off what we did for our jobs. Called a blue something. I forget what the fuck it was called. But you had to okay. check mark it like you were in school. Dumbest shit you ever seen, man. Uh-huh. And I'm just, and I'm just tired of it. I mean, I mean, if you, if you, if you are in the corporate world and you're listening to me today, listen to skoradio.com Tuesday night at seven o'clock. And after our first break, I'll be glad to take anybody that wants to call in is fucking pissed off with the corporate world. I'll be glad to take your rants, and we'll talk about it together. Because I mean, it's the bullshit out there, man. It's a be good glad topic. To, I mean, I think it would be an excellent topic. Yeah. It'll give a chance for some of them people out there to go out there and call in, and you don't have to name where you work. You notice I haven't done that. Right. Just just blow just blow off some steam. So you work for the widget factory. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're on a roll, man. I'm just fed up, man. I'm just right, fed right. up. Right, right. I got you. But I'm, gonna, I'm not going to turn this into negative energy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be hateful at work. Right. I'm not going to be rude at work. That's not who no. I am. No, no. You, especially gonna, to the customers. You don't right. want Oh, that. hell no. I'll never be nervous. I'll never. No. no. I believe that. Yeah. I totally believe that. Yeah, no, I ain't never. I've had one customer complaint. And all the years that I've worked in retail, when I went to the manager the next day to explain myself, she went back and watched it on video and took my side and told that guy not to come back. <laughs> so that's that's where my customer service history lies. Yeah. I'm very good with people. And I love people. I just don't like stupid shit some of them do. Oh, no, no, no. No, I, I mean, my history with taking care of customers is pretty good, but I've had my moments. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, it, it really depends on what I get. I, I'll tell you what happens a lot now, especially in in products that involve a certain amount of tech savvy. Here, here's what will happen. You'll have a store. Let's say Sugar Shane has a store, all right? And you've invested who knows how many thousands of dollars in the in the brick and mortar, okay? And you've got all the insurances, and you've got the um, you know the the business telephone, and you sell these high tech widgets, okay? Mm-hmm. And you have a staff. You have a staff of people who are. You've invested a lot of time in to train, 
Okay, and a lot of them have gone to school on their own, which has increased their value in terms of what you have to pay them. So they might have special training. A lot of them have special training that you might have paid for. You might have sent them to places to get special training, uh, to seminars and so on. So you have a lot invested in this store. Okay, and this widget, let's say, costs a thousand dollars. Okay. And somebody comes in to your store and takes an hour of your staff's time and picks up the widget and looks at it and feels it and tests it out and all this other stuff. And then turns around and tells you, well, I can get this on the Internet for $750. And if you don't match the price, I'm just going to go buy it there. Right. And whatever that online reseller is is doing is basically just passing it along. They have no investment in a showroom. They have no investment in a competent staff. They have no investment in, in providing a, a, uh, a demo piece for you to put your hands on. They have no investment in any of that stuff. All they're doing is buying it and selling it for a little bit more. That's all they are doing. And when you do that to a brick-and-mortar store, you are stealing from them, in my opinion. Yeah, you're breaking down a little, man. You know, and um, there have been times when people have bought that widget online, had a problem with it, and then have come to me. And, uh, you know, I've been less than gracious with those people. A lot of times I'll flat out say, why don't you call Amazon and, and ask them how to hook it up? Yeah, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. And uh, I don't think people really fully understand that you're paying for all of those things when you buy from a little store. You're buying their expertise. You're buying their experience. You're buying a place to come in and look at it. You're buying a place that will provide a demo piece for you to put your hands on. And all of that has value. And, um, you know, there's going to come a day when uh, you're not going to be able to ask anybody jack about anything. Oh, yeah. Because those those people are going to be gone. Yep. You're right. Everything's going to be press one for this. Press two. Yeah, and and we've talked (laughs) about – we've talked about uh, in in one of our last shows when we talked about Toys R Us. And what the little guy has to do now – is is find a way to get that service across as part of the value they are providing. Uh, now, there, there's, there's different ways that you can do that. A lot of stores now will say that they'll match an online price as long as that online price is from an authorized dealer. Okay. And most of the time on, on, on most top shelf merchandise, especially in electronics, the, the values of that are pretty much set. If you find any high-end product, no matter where you find it, it's going to be the same price. Um, now, some might offer it. They'll kind of backdoor discounts by offering you free things to go along with it. So if, if, that, if that widget, if part of their agreement to sell that widget is it has to be online listed at $1,000, what they'll do is they'll say, yeah, but you'll get this and this free if you buy it from us. That's how they get around that. And, and you know what? That's fine. Um, but, uh, the point is, is that a, a lot of small retailers now are, are making it very clear that they'll match legitimate online prices from authorized dealers, but 
you know, their services come with an extra fee or this or that comes with an extra fee. So the customers can separate that value. And, uh, you know, if you do it right, you can make the customers aware of that value without offending them, without, you know, pissing them off. And you can actually, uh, there's a lot of small timers out there, quite frankly, who aren't even bothering selling the the merchandise. They're offering their, their expertise in terms of setup and programming and all that separately they they want you to buy the product from somebody else because you have to sell your soul to the to the devil to be able to buy it and unless you sell a hundred thousand of them you're not going to make any money so uh uh you know it's it just depends on what you're buying but my my word of advice to consumers out there is the person who knows what they are talking about make sure you give them their value right because that person is 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 going to die out. It's gonna. It, there's gonna come a day when you can't you, finding anybody who knows anything is nearly impossible unless you want to oh, drive yeah. to New York or some other place. So my uh, in my little home, my town that I lived in, Douglasville, Georgia, uh, the Ace Hardware is still in business there, and I, I I know one day it won't be because all the old timers, as you call it, is gonna die off. Yeah, and they're not gonna go to Ace. They're gonna go down to Lowe's and go to Home Depot. Yeah. And that's sad because I hate that. I mean, matter of fact, where my mama lives, they still got an old Western Auto or whatever it is. Oh, it's an old type of uh, hardware store. Right, right. I don't know if y'all ever got those up here, but uh, we had quite a few of them down south for a while. But I hate to see all those businesses go, you know, little little, space, little places go out. I mean, because uh, I'm not a big fan of Walmart because of how, oh, big, yeah. it, because of how big it is. It's too damn big in my book. Well, I'll tell you one thing on the online industry has done is it's put a dent in that monster. There's no doubt about that. In Walmart, you think? Yeah. I'm pretty sure because a lot of that junk that they sell, you can buy online now. And And you don't have to. Yeah, you don't. And you don't have to go into and and face those crowds and face the people with their ass hanging out over their belt. Oh, God, man. Ain't that some shit, dude? Oh, man. Oh, man. Them bitches be coming in there with their ass crack all hanging up out, man. Fucking 322 pounds. I'm like, put that motherfucker in, man. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> and, and, you know, the, here again, this is my opinion, and you can take that for what it's worth. But uh, as someone who has followed marketing for a long time, one of Sam Walton's, in the early days of that company, you know, where the greeters came from and all that other stuff, if you really look at the origins of that, that was from a philosophy he had that basically said, you're only as good as your people. Oh, yeah. And uh, somehow I, I'm pretty sure that that company has lost its way with that philosophy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, they're, they've gone into a direction now that I, I don't know that – the the founder of that company here again I don't know but it, it just seems like there's a different philosophy there now. Yeah, and, it ain't like uh, it used to be. It's no, not, I no. remember I remember Walmart and uh, and when I was like ten, and even though I was only ten years old, I got a good memory. And I remember right. Walmart and the way it felt then compared to the way it feels now. Oh it's yeah, like that's a exactly totally what I'm different. About. It's that's a totally exactly different feel. Yeah. That's only been I mean that's only been since eighty five. You know ninety. Right. It was a totally different feel back then. Now, man, it's like shit, ridiculous. You'll be able to go yeah. in there and get. You'll be able to go in that son of a bitch in fifty years from now, if it's still going as strong as it is today. You'll be able to go into Walmart yeah. and have open heart surgery on a damn place. Yeah, 
Well, they've gotten very aggressive with our online strategy now too, and you know, you know, they're uh, they know that that's where a lot of the action is, and uh, so I don't know how that's going to play out. But uh, uh, my whole my whole my whole point in, in getting this segment of, of, of the conversation going was just be aware, give value to people who are not only going to sell you something at a given price, but who are going to know what they are talking about, about that product. Oh, yeah. Uh, that That's something that they, you have to keep that in mind when you do price shopping. Exactly. Agree. Uh, want to get started with this, uh, Trump announced on Twitter today, I believe, that National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster will be replaced by John Bolton, the, the uh, Fox News anal, uh, analyst, I think he is. I'm pretty sure he worked for Bush. I could be wrong about that. But I'm pretty sure he did. He he worked for Bush the Younger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he, uh, I, don't th- I don't know if he got fired, if he resigned, or whatever the case may be, but. Right, right. Uh that John Bolton, I don't know much about him. Uh, you said he's the one that worked for Bush. Yeah, Bolton. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. He, I know he worked for a previous administration. That's for sure. I'm pretty sure it was Bush the younger. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, what do you think about it? Does it really my, my impression, one way or the other? Yeah, my impression of him. Um, you know, in working in government before was he was pretty smart. Oh, okay. Man. So he might he be a good like replacement. A he seemed like a tough guy to work for, though. He's, you know, he's, he was one of those real hard-nosed guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Man, I, mean, I wonder how him and Trump's going to get along. God yeah. damn. Well, damn, we're going to have him hired and fired the same damn month. I, I guarantee you he's a lot smarter than Trump. That's for oh, sure. God, that, government, yeah. Shit, I got a cat over here smarter than Trump. <laughs> That's not fair to the cat now. You know I love I cats. Know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I, he'll be the next one fired. That's for sure. The Dow, down 724 points a day. Yeah. Three months ago, we was about ready to drill this dude in the ass happy about how good he was getting our stocks up. Uh, yeah. Now it has <laughs> excuse, nothing to do with excuse the, the expre- yeah. Excuse the expression. But, yeah. <laughs> but everybody was all gung-ho happy. The diehard conservatives were like, man, our dude is rising to the top. Woo. Well, the same fucker is causing the damn points to go down like this. Because the reason why they're going down is because he has now announced a tariff with China. And uh, that's not good. Right. Seeing as we are in debt to China by quite a bit of sum of money. Yeah. And a lot a lot of American companies, rightly or wrongly, rely on uh, materials from China. Yeah, no, Exactly. And they're saying that they that they if uh, if China retaliates, which I don't see why fuck they ain't. I mean, that's just a handwriting on a damn wall right there. I mean, if you don't see that coming from a mile away, hell, I ain't got to have a fucking Harvard degree and have my name at the bottom of the screen that says fucking news analyst to tell you that shit. Right. That's just common sense. They're probably yeah. already got it going now. So what they're gonna do is restrict trade to us. 
no doubt. Yeah. It's going to come. And and, and here again, this uh, China is, is, is such a big trade partner that you have to be very careful about making flat statements about you know the the trade deficit and so on and so forth with China because of the fact let's say that there probably is some fair criticism in that uh they use cheap labor um and some of the companies that are based in China have a way of undercutting american manufacturers both in terms of labor and raw products there's probably a lot of truth to that i wouldn't deny it. but there's other things involved too that's not the only part of it one of the things that I have always said, that their skilled manufacturing force is much larger and much more experienced than the manufacturing that we currently have in the United States. Um, yeah, finding you mentioned, somebody, you mentioned yeah, that they're more about and, trade jobs. Yeah, and, and I, yeah, right. Skilled tra, tra, trade workers, skilled factory workers. And what I mean by skilled factory workers is people who could run automation, people who can program automation, all these things. They, they've been building that workforce for years. And that's why they can make things so efficiently. It's this idea that they quote unquote just stole jobs with cheap labor is is not true. Okay, it's it's true in part. Now here again, we're talking about a very dynamic relationship. I mean, there's cheap stuff, there's moderately priced stuff, and the other thing I was going to get at too is a lot of the contracts that are done with American manufacturers have specifications in them. And here's here's where China gets uh, a bad rap as well. Let's say, Sugar Shane, I'm going to pick on you again. You have a manufacturing firm, okay? okay. And, you, and you want to make inroads in the marketplace, in the American marketplace, and you want to do that by being a cost leader, meaning you, you want to infiltrate the marketplace with a, with a cheap product. So you're going to shop your business around China manufacturers, and you're going to specify – that you need this product built with this amount of cost in labor and this amount of cost in materials, which means you're not going to pay for top-grade materials. You're not going to pay for top-grade parts. You're specifying that this thing has to be made cheaply. That item is then imported into the United States, and everybody looks at it and says, oh, made in China, it's a piece of crap. Well, it's that way because Sugar Shane specified it that way. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. And that, and that's something that uh, the American consumer just doesn't get. Okay, right. a lot of that weird pricing is because American companies have done that. Wow. So it, it's a very complex uh, relationship. There, there are high-end manufacturers in China. I know that because I worked in the high-end consumer electronics industry for many years. Oh, that'll well, make you a lot of. And a lot of those high-end Chinese manufacturers will make top-flight shit if you pay them to do it. Yeah. I mean, they will. Of course. Of they course. have the ability to do it. You got the money. I got the time. Well, you know, here again, but they're set up for it. And, and that's something. You got the money. You got the time. You can't really say that in the United States because the, a lot of times the answer is there's not enough people over here to fill those jobs. Ain't that amazing? Yeah. People done got up and went, got too damn good to do any real regular work. Yeah. I just don't know. Uh, I mean, like I said, I don't have nothing against college if you really have a passion to do something like a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. I don't have no problem. I really don't. But 
I don't think that's always the answer. Not everybody, I think, is meant to go to college. I would never tell my kids not to go to college. If my kids came in here and said they wanted to be whatever and they needed and required a degree and it needed to be, I'd be like, yeah. I, I do not understand the way we have neglected skilled workers. Skilled workers are, are called skilled workers for a reason. Exactly. Okay, well, welders right now are making an absolute fortune. If you're a good welder, you're doing really good. Okay, because there's like 12 of you out there. <laughs> oh, I tell you. Tell me about it. You know. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a master and, welder. It's going to be $822 an hour. <laughs> oh, a lot of them are, are making well into six figures, and I am not kidding. Damn. Okay, uh, this is no joke. And the same goes for high-end electricians, those guys who uh, uh, you know, do high voltage in factories and things like that. Uh, major, major bucks. And I, I've, I've, I've known a few of them and th- their, their joke is, yeah, we get paid well, but we only get one mistake. <laughs> you know what that means? Working right. with high voltage. One mistake is all you get. And, uh, yeah, they want to be paid well for that. And, and here again, there's not a whole lot of people who can do that work. And so many times when we have a natural disaster here in the United States with a hurricane or something like that, everybody says, oh, well, the government didn't do anything. Well, the government can't find people who knows how to fix anything. Right. They have to draw people from all over the country to go fix the wires down there and all the other stuff that's going on. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I mean, there there is problems with China trade. Uh, there's uh, there's absolutely no question that Trump is right about some of that stuff. But the the, the dynamics of that are wider than that. You know, a lot of the blame rests on the American worker and the American manufacturing companies. And I would go as as far to say it belongs in the lap of the American consumer because Americans buy what's cheap, plain and simple. Wow. Americans buy what's cheap. Oh, yeah. They'll they'll, they'll demand the most that they can get from the company that they're working for. You know, the most vacation, the most this and that and the other thing, the most breaks and the most this and that. Yeah, that's all great. But on their way home, they buy the cheapest damn shit that they can find. (laughs) A lot of times that's imported junk. Yeah. And you can't sustain an economy that way. You know, I, I grew up here in uh, northeastern Ohio, and I had a pretty good cross-section of friends with parents that worked in different fields. And a lot of them worked, you know, we're talking Republic Steel and those kind of companies. Uh, the Hoover Company at that time was very big down here. And, uh, you know, they, they would brag about what their union got for them. And almost in the same breath, they'd, they'd dump out this bag that they bought from, you know, the local discount store with all this cheap shit, you know, $6 lamps and stuff like that. And brag, look, look how cheap everything is. Of course, everything was made in China and Taiwan and all this. Uh, the cheapest stuff that they could find. Well, you can't, you can't sustain an economy that way. You know, you, you can't. You, you can't demand everything from, from, the, from the people who are building this stuff and then turn around <laughs> And undercut them when you're buying stuff. Right. So a lot of that, and I know a politician could never say it and, and, and have any type of chance of getting elected, but I can say it. An American consumer really needs to look at the mirror and, and, and say how much of the blame is mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not, we're not a couple, we're, as a nation as a whole, though, we're not quick to admit when we're at blame. Yeah. When we're at fault, I mean. Right, we don't right. Wanna, we don't want to point the finger at ourselves. That's why, you know, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. That's why we have parties blaming parties instead of parties blaming their own selves. Yeah. Because they don't want to point the finger at themselves. 
Man, that's just a bad American tendency. I guess it's a human nature tendency in a lot of people, but I've always been able to admit my faults, I think, for the most part. Right. I mean, John Dowd uh, resigns as Trump's lead lawyer. I don't know if you all know this or not, but that, that is Alfred Hitchcock's illegitimate son. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen this cat? Yeah, say that again. He's, he's John what? Dowd is Alfred Hitchcock's illegitimate son. I was joking. Oh, okay. I was going to say. I never no, heard he is, that. No, that's not his son. That was a joke. Oh, okay. Because if you look at him, he reminds you of Alfred Hitchcock. I oh, okay, but I don't have a clear image of who he is. Oh, okay, man. When you see him, you'll see what I'm talking about. He's got a head oh, shaved okay. him. His eyes kind of sag down like him. He kind of looks like him. But right. he resigns. Uh I guess that was the one involved with the Russian case. All that BS shit. Right. Uh, yeah, Eagle Scout said he's jumping ship. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you're supposed to go down with it. Don't worry. The captain's going to go down with that ship. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, well, I, I do agree with what uh, I can. His name escapes me right now. But uh, the one senator here, uh, Rand Paul. Oh. Uh, he basically made a statement. I don't have the exact words in front of me, but they've been investigating this long enough now. And they either have something or they don't. Let's get on with it. Yeah. If they had anything, they'd have done, done it. I mean, they've been in the office now for a year. What are you going to do? Wait till four years is up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> I mean, just about like it's the best. He's, pretty, he's a pretty objective guy. I mean, he's not defending Trump. He's just saying, oh, if you've no. got the stuff, let's go forward. And if no. you don't, it's time. it's time to get off the pot. I have to say yeah. that about Rand Paul. Rand Paul is pretty much a down-the-middle-of-the-road type of guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, I, he's off the wall, so far off the wall, that I don't agree with him a lot of time. But, yeah, he definitely yeah. doesn't walk party lines. That's for sure. Yeah, no. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he's just, yeah, he, he kind of walks to the beat of his own drum. Yeah. But, uh, Mark Zuckerberg has apologized this weekend, because this past, this, yesterday, because of this weekend. Cambridge Analytica accessed information from 50 million Facebook users without their knowledge. They said in the future what they're going to do is try to restrict info people can get. Yeah, why don't you restrict it by not fucking giving it out? Well, the only thing I will say about that is this. A lot of people surrender that data. When when you log into something and they say, do you want to log in with Facebook? And you choose to log in with Facebook... You are giving those two apps permission to talk to each other. A lot of people do not realize that. Wow. And if you go on your on your, on the app on your phone and you look at, uh, open up Facebook and you go to apps and you look down through there, you will you will it's all listed right there. All the apps that you gave permission to to share information with Facebook. Um, and the other thing I would say is that this whole idea that, uh, you know, user, user behavior is going to steer information, that's how that works. <laughs> that's the premise of how Facebook works. Whoa. And you, ha- you have to accept that going in. And, and what I tell a lot of my, my marketing friends and, and something that a lot of people just can't get through your head is this. This is very important. If you're not paying to use a service like Facebook – if you're not paying to use that product, then you are the product. Hmm. Okay, you're not you're not the customer. You're the product. Right. 
okay, there's literally somebody else on the other side of that wall who's paying to have access to you. And that's how that's how it's set up. And you you accept those terms when you choose to join. It's that simple. And unfortunately, Facebook and, and, and other services like that have become so big that people like me have to use it. I don't have a choice to service my customers. I have to understand how it works. I have to under, as a content marketer and, and as a social media marketing person, I have to understand how it works. I have to people how to have to be able to tell people how to take advantage of it. So, I mean, you know, it's it's in my book a necessary evil, for lack of a better term. Um, but when you're in your casual interactions, I know that socially now it's it's somewhat of a necessity to, to interact with your friends and, and keep up on the latest baby pictures and pictures of the backy barbecues and all that bullshit. But <laughs> wisely, be careful what information you are forking over. Right. You know, one thing I would be very cautious of is a lot of people put out these things. Let's take this. Let's play this little game. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite this? What's your fa-? And you answer all those questions. What you're doing is giving away a lot of information that can be used to get your password. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you know just uh, be wise in how you use those things. And, and the obvious thing is don't say, I'm going to the Beyonce concert on uh, Saturday. I'm going to have a great time because you just told everybody that you're not going to be home. Right, right. You know, it, it's, it's, I don't put location on. Common sense. I don't yeah. even put location on. I don't even put that on. Like where you taking your picture from and that shit. I don't put that address shit down. I don't want nobody knowing where I'm at. Hey, you might have somebody crazed, man. Yeah. Come in, you put down there, I'm going to see Star Wars at the theater, and you got the damn name of the theater down there, and you're in there sitting in the theater, somebody come in, you don't know what the hell they want. You know, you might have no, saw your don't. shit. No, you don't. No. Ready to come in there and pop a cap in your ass. That's how it is these days. Yeah. You got to think ahead. Always be two steps ahead of your damn enemies, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh,. I did want to make mention of this. Uh, Donald Trump called and congratulated that asshole for winning for president of Russia again. Right, right, right. Don't like him, don't care. Never have. Uh, Well, hours, just hours after he congratulated him on the phone. He didn't fly to Russia. Right, right, right. He, uh, He, Vladimir Putin, started to accuse the USA of possibly being the ones that poisoned the spies in the UK. Did that really come from Putin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I believe it was. I'm pretty sure it was. I mean, or somebody uh, in the government, yeah. It was some I'm well, I won't say that it came out of his mouth. Okay. But it was the but it was some Russian officials. I mean, it was somebody in the political. And oh. uh it was somebody political. It wasn't just some damn random jack off on the road it was somebody okay. in the politics <laughs> but uh, he said that uh and that's what he stated but i mean you know hours after he congratulated him for his presidency this happens come on we know where the word came from i mean we ain't gotta be fucking uh you gotta be smarter than that right to know i mean to know that it came from the top i know there's no doubt in my mind it did and Joe Biden, did you hear what he said about Donald Trump? Yeah, they had some sort of a uh, Twitter war today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, what probably what started it all was he was at some kind of high school t- speaking, I believe. Right. Or something like that, or college or something. And they got to talking about, I guess, somehow it got brought up about him grabbing crotches in the gyms or whatever, in the lockers <laughs> or whatever. Joe Biden said, he said, he said, what would you do with a situation like that? He said, he said, back, well, he said, all I can tell you is if we'd have been in high school together, I'd have took him out behind a gym and beat the hell out of him. Right, right. And I heard he, that. I did hear that. Yeah, okay. And then he said, then he said, uh, he said, but you know, he said, I'm a pretty athletic guy. I was pretty good. I was pretty athletic in school. He said, the only guys that ever did that in our locker room were the fat, ugly, <laughs> the fugly, fat, and ugly son of a bitch. <laughs> That's funny. That's exactly what he said. I was laughing my now, ass now, off. Now, didn't, didn't Trump say something about uh, on Twitter about him, like crazy Joe Biden or something like that? I haven't seen that. I haven't looked at his Twitter page today, but I wouldn't be surprised because I'm sure he was pissed off about that. He said, I'd oh, beat the sure. hell out. He said, I'd beat the hell out of him. I said, oh, God damn, boy. Why did your ass run, motherfucker? <laughs> but, uh, and Snapchat is on the ropes a little bit. Stock market has went down. Matter of fact, from what I hear, that not only because of what happened the other day, but because of this new change they made. All right. Their stock is going down, and there's not too many people happy with where their direction they're headed right now. Matter of fact, some people are calling the new, the next MySpace. Yeah, well, there's been a lot of social media services come and go. I mean, uh, Facebook is, has obviously been one of the winners. Uh, Twitter has held on, even though they haven't been the most profitable company, to say the least. Um, but there's, there's been a lot come and go. Uh, Vine was one. Um, Man, Vine, and, it just disappeared, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, um, of course, that's a whole, that's that was more of a, a, a business marketing decision to put emphasis in other places. But the point is, is that um, here again, as somebody who's online a lot, you can't ignore the latest shiny object because that – that little shining object can be the the bright light in the room and three months down the road. Right. But by the same token, a lot of them are going to come and go. A lot of those little lights will disappear. Yeah. And uh, some of the things that they're doing, it seems like they 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 get a really good concept going, and then they shoot themselves in the foot. So yeah. you got to realize, people, if you're running a business or running an app or whatever the hell you're running. You have to give change. If you're going to give change, oh yeah, you have to do it subtly. Yeah, don't make a big drastic change. Don't change like the whole damn thing in one day. Do it subtly. If you reel them in like you're catching a fish, real slow, you can bait them then. You have them in the boat in no time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just saying. Don't, uh, yeah, don't hit them hard with it, because that's what happened, from what I understand. It was like a big, ham, huge-ass change or some shit, and nobody liked it. A lot of people were pissed off, and then that thing happened the other day where she told them all to get rid of the app and delete their accounts and all this shit. But, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't have it myself. My Instagram, though, is going strong. 500 yeah. million. It's got 300 million more than Snapchat. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. I was like, wow. It's yeah. pretty awesome. 
Yeah, that's been the. Uh, it seems like all the young people left Facebook and went to went to Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Well, we only got a couple minutes left. I did want to make a mention of a couple things. First thing is, I didn't mean to start the show in a bad, negative force. That wasn't what oh, I was you did. trying to attend. I yeah. was trying to show that for myself personally, I've got to get started doing what I got to do and get it done because I, I can't can't do this. Just can't do it. And it's nothing against anybody or any company. I mean, there's some things I think they do quirky in my damn company, but hey, every company's got quirky shit. It don't oh, make yeah. a difference. It don't matter where you no. that you go to, you go to work somewhere else down the road, they're going to have some quirky shit. Because that's just how the corporate world works, quirky shit. But <laughs> yeah. other than that, if you get a chance to listen to us Tuesday night, be me, Billy Dees, and the rest of the posse. We've got Eagle Scout there, Tony the Tiger, and Jack Casey. They'll be right. joining us, and uh, we've got another show from 7 to 10. That's skoradio.com. I heard the website was working pretty good this yeah. past week. Uh, or if you want to use the TuneIn app, you can follow it at SKO Radio Network. Give it a punch with the heart there and give us a follow and listen to us from 7 to 10 on or any, any of the shows. Right, uh, we're right. on 7 to 10 Tuesday night, so uh, give us a listen. You got anything? No, nah, I'm good, man. All right, with that being said, we out. Y'all have a good evening, and uh, Billy will have a show for us Monday night, 10 o'clock. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.